Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of Top 5 Things. Um, Now the schedule for this one is a little bit different because it's happening on a Thursday and without the fat bloke from Sheffield. So it'll be just me um, for today but we'll still have another one up tomorrow um, and that will be Top 5 TV Shows. So that sounds interesting. But right now, I'm covering on my own top five comic book moments and DC comic book moments because I've made it DC because I've only really read the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, in terms of Marvel comic books, I've only really read the Infinity Gauntlet um, comic book, which, you know, is great and all, but it's not really enough to make to really fit into my top five and I feel like if I cover all of comic books itself I feel like I'm missing out here so maybe in the future I might do a Marvel top five comic book moments my my personal favorite Marvel moments but right now um, I'm doing my top five personal favorite DC comic book moments so before I get into this list I've got to admit something that I, my favourite comic book series, like, my favourite comic book story of all time is Blackest Night, and you will see quite a lot of that, uh, I think, spoilers, um, t- two, two moments from Blackest Night are in this list, and then one prelude, and then the others are not, um, are a bit before, actually. Um, so let's start off with number five. Now, number five is not a very significant moment, one, but I, one I just think is crazy, uh, a crazy moment. So to give some context, um, I really enjoy the Green Lantern mythos. It's, it's one of my favourite things about the DC universe, and Green Lantern himself is one of my favourite superheroes. So, yeah. So... So Larfleas, uh, in the blackest night, getting chased down by a bunch of black lanterns for because it's just Larfleas, and basically, um, there's the seven main emotions um, that give you, that give you you know the rings you know you've got green which represents willpower, um, indigo which represents compassion, um. You have uh, yellow to represent fear, red, rage, and black, and white, alive, and death. Um, well, death and light, death and life, and that order. But orange is greed. And the thing about greed, the person who... Everyone, the thing is with most power cores is someone always controlling them and giving rings out to someone else. With, like, for example, the Green Lanterns, they have, they have like, a whole bunch of people, um, and so does the Red Lanterns and all them. But with what's interesting about Larfleas and the Orange Lantern is that, well, Larfleas is the only member of the Orange Lanterns. Lanterns. Lantern. Lanterns. Ah. Um, he's the only member because basically what he did is he killed all of them and then took all of their power for himself. 
he has the power of greed and he literally becomes so greedy that he kills everyone who is a member of his core. Remember, which is which is insane when you think about it. He's he so and basically his base of operations is just full of corpses. And if you don't know what Blackest Night is, basically in 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 the short terms, um a new power core was created by one of the one of the guardians and and basically it brings the dead back to life. So when you see a bunch of black rings uh, enter Laughley's base, you realize how many people he's killed. He's killed a lot of people and they're all coming after him from the afterlife. And I just think it's crazy because even though Laughley's is insanely outnumbered on uh, from like one to <laughs> like hundreds of thousands, he's still powerful enough to get away, to live on, to even defeat, I think, no, he doesn't defeat any of them. He just, he has enough power to just get away, um, which is incredible <laughs> by itself. And it's just such a crazy moment in the comic. And I'm like, yeah. It's one of my favourite comic book moments. So at number four, I have... This is, again, this is a prelude. Um, a, the prelude series to The Blackest Night. It's The Rise of Red Lanterns. Uh, it's in The Rise of Red Lanterns um, comic books. And I really loved at my number four when Hal Jordan became a Red Lantern. I really, really loved that. Um, basically, <sighs> Sinestro was... I'll go into this a little bit later, but um, Sinestro was told to be kept alive by the Blue Lanterns. And the f- and then when he kills a, a green... Well, a former Green Lantern who turned into a Red Lantern... Um, later on in the story, Hal gets so angry and so angry that he finds a red lantern and gains that power, and it it basically sends him wild with power. And it imagine it's almost like if you if you brought like if you just added this immense wild power to Hal Jordan as he already is. Because he just goes insane. <laughs> he just goes mental. And it's quite a significant moment in that set of comics. So, yeah, that's that's definitely, again, I when I saw that, I was like, this is great. This is a great moment. And it even gets nodded in the Injustice 2 game. So, you know, it's you know it's special when it does that. Um, for my number three, and this one... This one, I just, it stuck with me ever since I saw it the first time. And that was The Flash's Death on Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, in the comic book, everyone's like, everyone who knows comics knows this moment, especially DC Comics, because basically, to say it, The Flash kills himself to save the universe, and it's such like a powering moment. And the shot is, itself is iconic, and yeah, it's it's one of my favourite moments. Now, my number two is um, 
Now, my number two is The Flash coming back on Infinite Crisis. I loved it because um, it's just, it's just such a because um, Jay Jay Garrick and Wally are just in this like in this like room, and and then you just you just see like a portal opens and then and then it just goes run and then it's Barry and and it's just like wow when I when I saw that for the first time it 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 was insane because. He's been gone forever. Like the Flash, the the Barry Allen version of the Flash, has been dead for a long time. He's been dead for like I think it was forty years. They said, and he's been trapped in the Speed Force for forty years, but he's been running away from death. He's been running in the Speed Force from death, from death itself, which I just think is such such a cool moment. Like when he comes back and. And you know he's he's made he's made a, into a good part of the Blackest Night storyline when he's brought up to speed by Hal. I just thinking bringing him back was such was so perfect. It was so good. I I was just freaking out the first time I saw it. Like yeah, um, and at number one, this is my final one, and I, it's another. Blackest Night, and it's when Sinestro becomes the White Lantern. Now, a lot of people liked um, when Kyle Rayner had it more, but for me, it's so much more significant when Sinestro gets the White White Lantern uh, ability. It's just, oh, it's, it's like, he's the first ever White Lantern, um, you know, and it's just, it's so crazy, you know? To this point, up to this point in the comic, like there was no way to kill, really kill, that lantern except for compi- combining about a couple lantern powers, but that could only kill one at a time. You needed a way to kill a bunch of them at once, and you know it was alluded to throughout the whole comic that there there would be some sort of way of light that would be. S- when there was when in the beginning there was light and then and then darkness came along and took everything and then the light shattered itself into pieces so they need to get light so they figure out they need to get all the cores together which and, and it's and it's put together by the indigo tribe which for me is one of the coolest one of the coolest tribes because they're kind of like the voice of reason in all of this um, chaos that's going around the whole like universe, it's insane. Like everywhere is is just being it's just being brought back. Um, everywhere, everything that has ever been dead has been brought back to life. So like it's just crazy. I I think the only thing yeah everything that's dead is brought back to life, and unless you are at peace when you die. So if you're not at peace when you die, um, you you would come back to life. For for example, that's why. Doesn't get um. I don't feel. I can't remember who it, who it just doesn't get because um they're not at peace. But yeah, Sinestro getting the and and Sinestro as well. He got this weird build up as I mentioned earlier when the Blue Lanterns brought Hal to. 
brought Hal to um to oh I didn't mention I should have mentioned this um speaking about blue lanterns when it one of the reasons why Hal turned into a red lantern is one of my favorite moments is how it's resolved um is when he basically turns into like a hybrid of a green lantern and a blue lantern when a blue lantern gives him a blue lantern ring and it's just like whoa <laughs> there's hybrid versions of yeah it's it was that was crazy but moving back on to Sinestro um he was built up in a, like a weird way because he was this terrible terrible person coming off the Sinestro core wars where he he basically like did a lot of bad things to a lot of bad people and he and uh, I can't remember who it was who he killed that made um, Hal Jordan become a red lantern but he did kill someone I know she was like a green lantern that was that that killed the another part of the Sinestra core in the earlier preludes and basically she was a red lantern um, and went off not for them, but when she, when the Green and Red Lanterns were fighting, Sinestro was there and killed her, making Hal a Red Lantern. But after that, when Hal was brought to where the Blue Lanterns were, and like Saint Walker and everything, like it was such a, for me, they're one of my favorite um, calls out of the seven. Because, um, you know, they're kind of like the Jedi, when you think about it. They're kind of like this all-knowing, keeping the peace and calm um, situation people. They're like, th- th- that's what you think. You think they're like, kind of like Jedi, um, to me. And they're like the Jedi of the, of the, of the lantern, <laughs> of the emotional spectrum. Because um, they represent hope. So they always have hope, which I think makes sense. Um... But, but yeah, Sinestro. They they were told. They were told, they knew they shouldn't kill Sinestro because he would have been important for something. But they didn't know what, and had this weird build up. And when he finally became the White Lantern, it was so, so like one of those moments of comics. Like you didn't expect it when they mentioned it. Like who was gonna get it? Like you wouldn't expect Sinestro to be the like. Unless you remembered the thing, because they didn't make a whole big thing about Sinestro's importance. But, like, if you'd remembered that from um, some of the preludes, then, yes, you would have guessed it. But I just feel like it was such... Because I I didn't remember. I I read all the preludes and then read the um, Blackest Night story, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't remember, um, Sinestro's importance, and I didn't know it was going to be him that was going to be the first, um, White Lantern Wielder, so incredible moment. Yeah, so to go over my top five, I have Laughley's running away from the Black Lanterns, which is such a crazy, incredible moment. Uh, number four, how, how becoming a Red Lantern, number three, um, Barry Allen dying in Crisis on Infinite Earths, two, Barry Allen coming back on Infinite Crisis, and number one, Sinestro becoming the first ever White Lantern. 
so that was my top five on comic books. Next week, I'm probably going to cover my top five favorite Dragon Ball Z moments. But goodbye for now. See you tomorrow.